Who is this calling me? I'm trying to watch the damn news. All this going on. Oh, Lord. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Who, uh, hello? 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 Yes. They doing what? What they, where they at? I know damn well them Malenteros ain't out on no beaches and walking up and down, holding hands, kissing at no damn party and everything. Each of the lost their damn mind. What is wrong with these Malenteros? Listen, they better get their ass somewhere and sit down and, and, and disassociate, 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 so, 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 they better just get their ass away from each other. That's all I know. Hell, people my age dying and y'all got y'all ass out there licking all the beats. Set your ass down somewhere. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That is good. Oh, my goodness. Y'all just don't know. (laughs) Oh, I should have had, like, some... uh, I didn't... I should have had something... A song or some sound ready... But it's our April Fools. <laughs> but you know what? The world is playing April Fools with us right now. Right. So <laughs> this is our April Fool episode, aka <laughs> the MD twenty twenty episode. If you don't know oh, what God. MD twenty twenty is, we also affectionately call it Mad Dog in the Black community, even though that's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not know that until just now. Until we, I mean, until we decided to do this episode. I had yeah. no idea that the MD didn't stand for Mad Dog until <laughs> we decided. Until we decided, okay, we're gonna drink Mad Dog for our April Fool show. So I was like, I I knew I remembered seeing it at some liquor store, but I couldn't remember where. So mm-hmm. I googled like where to buy it in my area, and the little homepage for it popped up. And I was like, so I you know read about the history of it and stuff, and I was like, well, I'll be damned. All these years of my life, I had no idea the MD did not stand for Mad Dog. It's crazy how like we all call it that. Like how did I you know what I mean? Like you can say Mad Dog, I'm gonna get some Mad Dog to anybody. Right. Anybody black anyway, in America <laughs> and they're gonna know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that ain't even what it stands for. Right. It cracks me up cause, though because like my line sister used to love some Mogan David wine. So we'd be in the liquor store. She's like, where's the Mogan David? I'm like, girl, stop drinking girl, syrup. That is, that is mad dog, okay? No, <laughs> not, to... not mad dog. Like Mogan David wine. So they have like blue blackberry wine and some other super sweet table wines. Right. But the but MD it's... stands for that name as well yeah so so <laughs> i just what i'm saying is it's all crap <laughs> it's all crap so um, um yeah so we're gonna try to drink this i have the banana red md um i also have some club soda around if i need to yes. water it down yes. <laughs> i'm also using real ice tonight because right. <laughs> it smells like college <laughs> I'm so nervous. Yeah, we're gonna add some club soda to that. <laughs> I can't even get mine open yet. Like, 
I don't know. My something's wrong with my hands. <laughs> I haven't thinking about it all day. I was like, maybe I can add some like basil and some other things to like you know zhuzh it up. No. Okay. So I am trying red grape wine, and let's see. <laughs> It tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> yes. I, I can smell it before. I, well, there's another. I mean, I can smell a lot of liquor before I taste it, but it yeah. tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> so, needless to say, let's pop open the club soda because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add some club soda and give it a little fizz. Right. And then it turns into like a cheap wine cooler. <laughs> Okay, because this is going to be a night. So, y'all know what we're drinking already. So, <laughs> tell the people what's been going on with you. I will start with my adventures in getting this MD 2020. So, I went, <laughs> I went to a reputable liquor store. I used to go to liquor store if I have to go about like 10 o'clock in the morning where there's not a lot of people. So, I went to a reputable liquor store and she was like, um, we don't have... Uh, MD twenty twenty. She's like, "What about this? And what about this?" And I'm like, "I understand, dear woman, that you're trying to save my soul and my body, but <laughs> I need to have MD twenty twenty. So she told me about like a quarter store, and I told her about the podcast and why I was doing it. She's like, "Girl, bless your heart. Just go drink some Mylanta to like coat your insides, <laughs> like today. <laughs> that was Saturday." Um, <laughs> So then I went to a corner store that was over by like this um, taco shop and I walk in and it's like right in front of me in like the, you know, drink thing. So I'll pick it up. It was like one banana red left and then a whole bunch of orange jubilees. And I was like, mm, I know banana red. I don't know about this orange jubilee, nor do I want really fake orange. That sounds gross. So... <laughs> I go up there to pay, and he's like three forty, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I know this was cheap in college, but with inflation and all that stuff, I thought it would be more expensive than that." And that's when I knew I was gonna die today. Oh, girl, girl, girl. <laughs> three dollars. Also, also, I want to say so when we record, we can. We we use Zoom and we can see each other from waist up, so we don't really see a lot of each other. Or mm-hmm. I can see Doya from waist up. I'm sitting low, so she probably can't see me that high. Anyway, I just want y'all to know Doya out there getting skinny. I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> but like I knew I knew that like you had lost weight, mm-hmm. but I I guess I don't know. But you're looking fine today. Thank you. I'm down thirty <laughs> pounds. Goodness gracious, you look good. I was like, look at skinny <laughs> mini over there. Thank you. My friend's like, you have that stuff, and it just makes me happy when she says that. Because <laughs> you know black people thing. say that. Yes, we, we yes. Like, <laughs> yes, that's the first thing we say. She must be on that stuff. Or right. are you sick? Are you right. sick or are you on that stuff? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that good old medical stuff. Um, my friend was like, are you working out? I'm like, no, girl. <laughs> Zero fitness. All medicine. <laughs> but it's awesome. Girl. Um, so, what else you got going on? Um, other than that, I've mostly been in the house today. I went to Kroger because I needed tortillas. 
that bought Roxy a toy. And so it's funny because I brought the toy in and put like my bags on the floor so I could like unpack. And she took the toy and ran. I'm like, can I get the tags off? Like, <laughs> can I get the... Anyways, and it's almost it's the same size kid. as her. She's hilarious. Yeah. 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 It's a platypus. It's like, how did you know that was for you, young lady? How do you right. know that's for you? Like, that's what kids do. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's Lord. like, it's, well, it's soft. It couldn't be for you. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Roxy's living the life. <laughs> Like a lady at the one of the girls at the grocery store, she's like, Did you just get a puppy? I'm like, I didn't just get her, but I got her in January. She's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why you're at the Aww. grocery store buying dog toys. Okay. <laughs> so sweet. So sweet, sweet Roxy. Um, well, I haven't been doing much. <laughs> so, you know, right now we're living in a new temporary normal. Um, and I mentioned today, like, I am starting to have a little social burnout. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's because I know people are reaching out more because we're all, you know, confined to our homes. Mm -hmm. So I felt, like, overextended. But also, like, I don't want to turn any of my friends down because I know everybody, like, this people cope with things in different ways. Mm-hmm. So Saturday I had me a silent day and I I didn't even, y'all I'm, I'm one of those old little ladies that talk to the TV when I watch TV. I didn't even talk to the TV. Like I was just silent all day. That sounds awful. <laughs> it was just like, I've, it feels like I've just been doing. Also I've been on, on the phone a lot for work. Mm-hmm. So, like, first thing in the morning, like, that's that's what I'm doing all day is on the phone. That has been a lot. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. And so, people asking me questions I don't have the answer to. Some people are hysterical. I'm trying to calm them down. Some people are happy. It's just, it's just a lot. Today, I was on a um, webinar, and I had, well, it wasn't a webinar. It was a conference call, whatever. I had my mic and my video turned all the way off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just here listening and taking notes. <laughs> oh, so that's been that's been my thing. Um, also, I realized today. Well, I'm not going to tell y'all because I'm shame, but it's been a very long time since I washed my hair, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to wash it tonight. <laughs> Yeah. So I hadn't really I hadn't really been anywhere and you know, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wash my hair. <laughs> um, other than that, everything's been Oh, and my yard looks like the freaking jungle outside. <laughs> and it will not stop raining. It will not stop raining. My appointment was yesterday for my lawn guy to come. Woke up yesterday, pouring down rain. It's mm-hmm. like it, it won't. St- and then what makes it worse is my neighbor's yard looks so good. <laughs> but like, I mean, she has a husband, and so as soon as it was somewhat dry, you know, he could get right on out there, and mm-hmm. <sighs> like I, like I feel like I'm bringing the value of the neighborhood down, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. 
you know, so I just told my lawn guy, I was like, just please come as soon as you think you can, like. <laughs> so, that's all with me. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't even drum up a review because I'm a bum. So we're going to move along to our current events. Move it along. Oh. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were frozen for a minute. Okay, here we go. No, I was, I was here. <laughs> okay. So, um, first of all, you know, even though I really wanted Issa to, you know, go ahead and drum up this uh, premiere date, but I guess that's not how TV works. Um, there is a woman-run studio called Glow Up Games, and they're creating an insecure mobile game, and I am so excited. Because I like mm-hmm. being stressed out about things that I deal with in real life. That's <laughs> why I play The Sims so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, you know, it's exactly what it's designed to for a game by, for, and about women of color. And I cannot wait to play that game. So I'm definitely going to try it out, even though I never got into Sims. So I'm sure I won't get into it. I've tried Sims at all different stages of my life. Well, I mean, you know, since they've been out. And I just can't. I just, I don't know why. I didn't even like, like I, at a point, I got really bored with that Harry Potter game. Um, I There's a, there's one game, I don't know. Anyway, I keep trying, but I'm just not good. I'm just not good at it. But I'm going to try again because it's Issa. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Harry Potter game took too long to come out, so they should have come out soon after Pokemon Go, just so while well, they still had our interest. But by the time they came out, um, I had got back lazy again. I was like, I'm not leaving my house to go look for Harry Potter things. I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, The Sims, most people who love The Sims, the way we play it, we don't play it like it actually was meant to be, where you like go to work and get like $3. You had to save up shit for shit. <laughs> I tried to do that once, and my girl, like, I think her toilet or her bathtub got stolen. Her bathtub got stolen. And her bathtub to... got stolen? Yes. And she had to, like, work <laughs> for three, four days to afford it. So she has an attitude with me because she's state. And I'm like, well, girl, we ain't got nobody. You just got to work until you can afford a new bathtub. <laughs> So usually we just cheat and use uh, the motherland code, which gives you about 200,000 simoleons, so you can do it multiple times. So you're rich enough that you can buy anything you want. <laughs> well, yeah, and I know people do things, like, I don't know what it's called, but I know they buy extensions that let you make them do things that they typically couldn't do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I remember this. This is so sad. So what made me decide to try to play Sims the very first time was I was on Twitter and this girl was talking about how. This is so sad. I feel so weird. This girl was talking about her Sims had a baby and then she abandoned the baby. And, she, <laughs> she, and I was like, what? A video game? <laughs> that mimics reality let me try this i mean so. i guess you could just like put the baby down and walk away <laughs> yeah that's what she did that's what she did that's so yeah i mean that's not even like 
that's easy to do. Like, you don't need an extra experience. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that's <laughs> yeah. what made me want to try, try it. it. Yeah. Yeah, there's some people that, like, build a pool and then take away, like, the ladder. And then it's... And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, they were saying they do stuff like that to make them mad. Like, they'll have a room and they'll take away the door and stuff. And I'm like, why, what are y'all doing? Right. Anyways. That sounds like so, something I do. <laughs> we're so excited about the Insecure game. Um, <laughs> so next up, uh, I guess Booty has been... Booty. Boosie has been showing his ass on Instagram. <laughs> I don't follow him, have no interest in following him. But um, the even the only reason I know about this is I think maybe Twitter mentioned it or something mm-hmm. else I heard. But basically, him. basically, he had this these like strippers or whatever showing their ass and titties all over the, his Instagram live, and Instagram was like, "Hey, you can't do that anymore, or else we're shutting you down." <laughs> Which is really all I wanted to talk about was he always got shut down by Instagram. <laughs> Well, he did get shut down by Instagram for a while Mm because it was more than ass and titties. (laughs) Because Twitter, so I don't follow him either. So I really didn't. I kept seeing the little clip of him saying it, uh, saying he was going to give the girl a thousand dollars. But I didn't know. I mean, I knew what it was like hear him saying it, but I didn't see the video until a while later. And somebody Mm -hmm. had it on Twitter. And it was very graphic. So Instagram did shut him down for a while. They shut him down. And somebody else was doing something similar. Tory Lanez? shut down for a while. Tory Lanez. Mm -hmm. But they're both back up and running now. I also do not follow Tory Lanez. But again, Twitter keeps me pretty informed on what's going on. So Boosie asked them, well, could he just do it? They had him, uh, uh, his first live coming back on there. He's like, well, I, I was about to try to attempt to do a, a boozy accent, but I can't. He was like, well, I asked him, can I just have some bitches shaking their ass? And, and they said, yeah. So I was like, oh my God, Bussy, please. It's always something. He just came back from jail annoying as hell. <laughs> I'm so tired of him. (laughs) It's like social media is the worst thing that ever happened to a lot of our classic faves. It's like I enjoyed the world so much more when I really didn't know what my fave was really like. Right. Like I I didn't need to know what you're really like. Now Mm -hmm. I'm questioning my taste. Yeah. E.G. Jill Scott. Anyways, uh, <laughs> next up, uh, so it turns out the world could be running out of condoms because of the pandemic. So, you know, when a man and a woman love each other and they cooped up in the house and they're actually being responsible, they use condoms, a lot of them. <laughs> and so if it's happening on a global basis. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell the truth. I was shocked. <laughs> This ain't just black oh. people. <laughs> I was like, oh, they they using condoms. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, I, I ain't thinking about condoms at a time like this. I mean, if right. I had a quarantine, bay, 
I wouldn't be thinking about condoms right now. So that shows you how irresponsible I am, which is why it's probably good that I do not have a quarantine bag. But I was like, okay, well, maybe this is a good problem to have. I don't know. At least maybe, I don't know. <laughs> well, like, sometimes I'll see on TV, like, a married couple will, like, right. ask about a condom. I'm like, what? what's that for? It's just, <laughs> what y'all that doing with that? Just, <laughs> that is crazy to me. And, like, I don't, I don't know that I've ever known any, like, black married couples to do that i mm-hmm. I know a black lady who's done it before but she was married to a white guy that's the only person i know in real life who's done it but like well because we don't want to get pregnant and i'm like well girl birth control or, but i guess you know, if you don't want to be on birth out. control for a long time <laughs> i mean people say that i don't know what uh i don't know how actual factual it is i just think all I can think to myself, I mean, kudos to those people for being responsible. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to paint the picture like I'm saying, you know, everybody just be out here fucking. But part of the reason to get married for me is to be fucking raw all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, <laughs> it's like I don't have to think about it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. To having to hold and fuck with no clothes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so next up, uh, here's the thing. I'm glad that she does great things. I just wish she did it without bringing it to my attention. But, um, Kim Kardashian West is unveiling a trailer for this Justice Project documentary series. So she just finished her first year as an apprentice to become a lawyer without law school, which still doesn't make sense to me. By the time you sit there for five years, no, four years to study, Without going to law school, you could have just went to law school <laughs> for three and be done. <laughs> well, I guess she wanted some calm. I I don't know, but I I did not know that was a thing mm-hmm. until she did it, and then I realized or I learned that a lot of states do that. Like mm-hmm. California isn't the only one, so it was like, oh, okay. But I mean, honestly, when you think about school. Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day when we talk about how 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 worth it is it that I spend all this money on school. True. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently there's a documentary that I will not be watching about uh, it shows her being visibly moved by prison inmates. <laughs> I was like, she must have paid y'all right. <laughs> it's just like and the concept behind the doc is something that I would typically watch, but I can't because she's attached to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just wish she wasn't attached to it so I could watch it. And again, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of doing it. I appreciate the good work that she's doing. And I think it's awesome. I just, I still have this hang up when it comes to her. So it's like, can you just like do great works in silence? Which is not <laughs> fair, but I'm just saying I just, ugh, I can't get past the fact that it's her. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, it's distracting from the great work. But anyways. It is. Um, so, this next one, I feel like this is a world's baby. So, the late Steve Irwin's daughter, Bendy, I remember around when Steve Irwin died, just seeing, like, footage of her as a little kid and being with mm-hmm. bugs. So, I cannot believe 
she is like old enough to get married. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but she Little got Bendy. Right, baby Bendy. Uh she got married at the Australian Zoo, uh, with no guests due to the coronavirus pandemic. And they lit a candle in their dad's memory. And it was just cute. Yeah, that was sweet. Oh, Bendy. And I love how they, like, her and the brother, I forget his name, but I love <laughs> how they are just still so into animals. And they still yeah. love animals. You know? They're amazing. Bendy and Bendy's brother. Probably named Robert. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Probably named Robert, but yeah, I call him Bendy and Bendy's brother. You know, right. Bendy's brother. <laughs> he's he's probably used to that. Right, but much love to the couple in their life, and yeah. shout out to them getting married in a zoo. I used to want to get because married in course. an aquarium, but I told my friends just to show up in their nice clothes. And we just meet up in the aquarium and do a quick, like, flash ceremony. Uh, Save some money. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, uh-uh, girl. That's not going to happen. They're going to put me out when they see this whole thing. They're going to put you out. <laughs> um. However, the other day, I saw this thing run by. And I was like, is that an otter? Are land otters a thing? A, land otters are not a thing, and B, they wouldn't be in Texas. It was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, one of my cousins and I have this long-going argument that I swear I saw a dingo. I almost hit a dingo. I swear it was a dingo. And she's like, no, that was a dog. And I'm like, no, it was a dingo. And <laughs> And she and what she said something like, "Dingoes are in Africa." I was like, "Wrong, they're in Australia." But still, right. <laughs> I saw a dingo, and I know that's what it was. And to this day, I am sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, when I was in India, dingoes do look a lot like dogs or a wolf. Maybe Alice, a wolf, a coyote. Anyways, um, <laughs> it was a dingo. <laughs> Listen, uh, I grew up in the country. I am very used to wolves and coyotes. Not wolves. I didn't mean to say wolves. Foxes and coyotes. Mm-hmm. Very used to them from growing up in the country. But it was a dingo. Yeah. When I was in England, <laughs> um, I saw a unicorn. And it may have been a cow. And it may have been after I went to a hospital. It was a little bit, you know, probably oh, wow. hallucinating. But I'm going to call oh, it a wow. unicorn because unicorns are supposed to have originated in India. Anyways, so that's what I'm calling it. And I am going to support you in that. Thank you. <laughs> it was your Patronus. <laughs> Actually, my Patronus is a red squirrel. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I, for, I forgot what mine is because I was disappointed in it too. So I forgot what it is. Right. I was like, is going to get hit by a car? <laughs> okay. Uh, next up. So because we've been talking about Florida Man for a while, I wanted to talk about Florida Woman for a second. And so when I read this title, it said Florida woman high on laughing gas arrested for smuggling bath salts into jail. And so I was like, it's not her fault she got dental work done and she was still a little bit high. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. The cops pulled her over and she had all these cartridges of laughing gas just sitting in her car. (laughs) And she's driving half the speed limit. (laughs) Um, So... They pulled her over because, you know, she had all this shit in her car. 
and like got her out, tried to test her for stuff and definitely knew she was high. Um, so during investigation, she tried to ditch two small clear bags containing a light substance. <laughs> the police officer saw her because they have eyes. <laughs> but she was placed under, under arrest. And they were like, hey, are you hiding anything else? And she was like, no. And then they strip searched her and they found um, salt pills and three small clear bags filled with cocaine. I assume she was trying to hide it in her badge. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, so all the things they confiscated was 15 to 20 used um, nitrous oxide cartridges, one nitrous oxide dispenser with a 9-gram nitrous oxide cartridge inside, 90 unused ones, uh, three small clear bags of cocaine, and six <laughs> pink oval bath salt pills. <laughs> so, this article made me question when they say bad it's bad salt is is that a street name for some other type of drug are mm. they literally talking about bad salts because why are they in a pill like i don't I guess to ingest it i thought people I smoked bad salts but i don't know what i thought i i just <laughs> i don't know what i thought I guess I always thought that bath salt was just a street name for some other type of drug, like maybe crystal meth. I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was, but why would you waste luxurious bath salt? Like, I don't think that one's luxurious. <laughs> okay. They are a group of recreational designer drugs. The okay, name, so yeah, the name derives okay. from instances in which the drugs were disguised as bath salt. So it's not actual bath salt. But, okay. uh, they look that's like Epsom salt, but they're different chemicals. That's what I, th- I was like. I don't think I don't know, but I kept being confused. So, anywho, um, yeah, poor lady. I just want to say that my dentist has never given me laughing gas, right? And I've asked for it <laughs> several times, and he's like, "No, you don't need it." He's like, "You're a really good dental patient. You don't need it." And I was like, "You don't know that." And he's like, "Uh." I've been your dentist for years now. I do know. <laughs> Mike, I, I like, hate I'm it not, here. It's I'm ghetto. nervous on the inside. <laughs> right. I'm like, He's I like, hate no. it here. <laughs> and he goes on like, you're actually one of my best patients. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want some laugh again. <laughs> so mm. I've never actually had any, and I would really like some. Right. But I don't want any out of anybody's Ford F-150. <laughs> I would like to get mine from the dentist. <laughs> it's funny that me thinking bath salts or bath salts was like the time I was watching some show and they were talking about how lime d- dissolves you know, the body. And so yeah. I'm thinking people have people in their bathtub with all these like limes, like the fruit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, at least you'll smell good in there. No, I'm a dentist. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up and kill somebody. Y'all walk in and it looks like a margarita in my tub for a while. Yeah. So this is why cancers are not serial killers because <laughs> we can't think these small facts through at all. Uh, 
And lastly, I wanted to leave y'all on a high note. Um, so Leslie Jordan is just such the highlight of Instagram <laughs> right now. Honestly, y'all know by now I don't really like watching videos for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this article and I watched every single video because Leslie Jordan is hilarious. Um, one of the ones that I thought was the funniest was when he was talking about how he snorted an entire gram of cocaine accidentally in a New York nightclub. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I was a dancing queen that night. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I follow him on Instagram, so I'm used to his videos. And I just love him. I love him. Like... He's just funny. He's just precious in everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did so the article, which I mean I guess, but the article describes him as the star of like Will and Grace and American Horror Story, and I'm like, although I can't recall like what he's other things he's done off the top of my head, that man has had a very lucrative career. Mm-hmm. Like those were cameo. I mean, he. I mean, he was a reoccurring character for both mm-hmm. shows. But like those, that's what he did in his retirement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, why are y'all being shady? Research him if you're gonna write this article. Well, but I love him. I was gonna say I really did just know him from Bliss, um, Will and Grace. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure lots of people did, but if you're writing an article, I just feel like, especially an actor of his caliber, because he's done everything, mm-hmm. and like I'm like just you know, he was my favorite on um, Will and Grace. I love the way he was like Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he like tried to play not gay, and I'm like, girl. I know. Girl, we know. <laughs> what did he said, Benji, his business associate. Right. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, okay. Yeah, That's your nigga. Right. Yeah, okay. he's he's been giving us a lot of laughs. Yeah, this last one that I watched, he was like, "When is March over? Like, what day is it?" And he was like, "Mom, leave me alone. I'm talking to my friends." <laughs> and I'm like, Funny because the first time I saw that video, I was like, "Wait a minute, his mom is still living." Right, but he's how old? He's is not. He? He, I don't. He's not as old as I thought he was. I forgot. I thought I he forgot. said sixty-five, but I was like, "That that may be right. That may be right." I was like, "Ooh, you're a little white crack." Because my mom is sixty-two okay. and don't look nothing okay. like you. Right. <laughs> my, my mom will be sixty. Um, wait, am I lying on my mama? Wait, my dad just turned 60. So no, mm-hmm. my mom will not be 60 for a few more years. My dad just turned 60 and my dad, my dad does not look like he should have me as his daughter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he mm-hmm. looks too young for to have a daughter this age. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the beauty of us. But it, that was funny when he yelled at his mom. Um, He does that a lot. And I think my favorite one is when he talk any of them that where he talks about <laughs> just his dad growing up mm-hmm. and like how much his dad loved him, but was just really heartbroken that. at the fact that he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. Yeah. That's one where he's talking about he was outside twirling up a tub and his yeah. dad was like, just, just do it in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<sighs> I was so sad because, like, I was in color guards, so I tore like six foot, seven foot poles, and then I tried to do baton. And that little twenty inch thing, I was scared of it. I would toss it and be like flinching because I'm like, it's gonna hit me. In the yeah. head. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's a different skill set, but you know yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fun. Yes. Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a second to um, listen to our sponsors and just really consider our life decisions right now. So, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back um, with Poor Life Decision. I don't know if we usually say that. I just, you know, this is what happens when I let Chris. Oh, I try to do Chris's part. So I'm going to let you do it, Chris. <laughs> uh, okay. We're back. <laughs> okay. Now we're going we're gonna to move on to our someone something. <laughs> See? You're so good at it. Um, so Alvin Ailey, I actually had tickets to see them. Um, in the month of March, and okay. they canceled their tour because of the coronavirus. Um, so, the good thing about it is they actually put some of their performance online. So, you can see it um, on the interwebs, on the YouTube. And I am so excited because <laughs> I love <laughs> Alvin Ailey. Um, I've seen them several times. I want to say three times. Mm-hmm. I've seen them several times and I've enjoyed it a lot. The first time I saw them was actually just a little small thing they came and did at our school. Oh, um, I saw them at, at State Mississippi. as well. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was my very first time seeing them in, live and in person. Mm-hmm. Um, PBS usually airs cause they do a version of um, Nutcracker mm-hmm. for Christmas. It's not, it's not the hot chocolate Nutcracker. That's my favorite, but they do a version. So I'd seen them on TV, but that was my first time in mm-hmm. person. And then I went a couple more times to actually see them. Excuse me. So yeah, I, I that's a great idea. Yeah, I saw them at State and, and they were doing a dance and they were doing a dance with suitcases back when they didn't have like wheels to like turn so you can move them around and they were still like dancing with it i was like oh my god y'all are amazing (laughs) (laughs) i just i really appreciate you know i just really appreciate the way the entertainers of the world are doing things different than what they conventionally do because they get it you Mm -hmm. know so i appreciate that yeah i was really excited and yeah um the video, the intro video for the, it's called Alien Access. You can look it up online. But um, the intro video, one of the speakers was talking about how this is how Alvin Ailey would have wanted it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, he would have yeah. wanted to give the arts to the people, especially in a time like this. So yeah. I'm really excited. Cheers to them. And y'all watch it and let me know what you think. <laughs> I am having. For sure. I am having a virtual watch party tomorrow, <laughs> and I'm so excited. I'm actually going to do my makeup because I miss doing makeup. <laughs> Listen, okay? Like, I did a little makeup yesterday because I had to go to my office, Um, but all I did was, like, put a little foundation on and some mm-hmm. mascara, but even that felt like, 
feel like a oh, brand new bitch. I was like, man, <laughs> can't wait till I actually put some lashes on. <laughs> right. I've been daydreaming about doing my eyebrows, and I'm like, it's time. I'm going to do it. It's time. It's time. <laughs> I, I did my own nails today, which they came out really good. Um, and I'm I'm not good at polishing nails, like, at all, but mm-hmm. they came out really good. And so I feel like I'm okay. Like, all the girls were talking about how we're going to look when we come out of this. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I can do everything myself except for my nails. But I mean, like, you know, actually getting a manicure and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they look decent now. Um, I can do my own hair. I can do my own lashes. I can do my own individual lashes. Mm-hmm. I can... I can take care of me pretty good, um, you know, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. I actually have the dip nail stuff. I just haven't done it because I'm being lazy and nobody's seen my hands. So <laughs> have, so have you done it before? Mm-hmm. I've done it Is it easy? Times. Yeah. I think I'm still getting to the point of, like, filing it to, like, the flat surface. I really should get, yeah. like, the remote ones, but I'm just, like, freaked out by doing that. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So. I, I I actually have the I have a lamp to cure for the gel because mm-hmm. I can do my own gel nails. Um, so I didn't think about that, and I might cure these. So here's a trick. Here's a tip, ladies. You can actually cure any type of nail polish. The problem is the difference between gel polish and regular nail polish is it has to be one hundred percent dry. And when you paint, like I polished my nails this morning, mm-hmm. and like they feel dry, I can do things, but they're not dry enough to be cured. So if you polish your nails with just regular polish, wait a full 24 hours, then you can use the top coat of the uh, gel or the shellac um, top coat and then cure that. And you'll have gel nails so you can use any color that you already have. Just get you a lamp, get some shellac, and you have to wait a full 24 hours for them to be all the way dry. <laughs> That's my tip for the day. Yay. Now, <laughs> we're going to move on to <laughs> our I was about to say, Look, I was going to say, see, I don't need a blog. I can share on the show. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can share no, on the show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to move along to our poor life decision for the week. Uh, so I was thinking long and hard about the best topic for this Mad Dog episode, and I was like, you know what? The same, the same feeling has filled my soul since I mentioned this, and then last week when I realized I actually had to do it, and that was regret. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about regret. Um, uh, so. Of course, you know, we love being psychological and finding you tips on how to, like, put things into action. So we're going to talk about eight ways to benefit from regret and move forward. Um, So, um, like I said, a lot of times we do strongly regret things we've done. and It plagues us and it creates a weight of who, you know, we wonder who we would be if we hadn't did a thing. And it just constantly plagues us. So... There are ways to actually channel regret into, like, a benefit in your life. So the first way they talk about is identify and address your weaknesses. 
When we acknowledge our weaknesses, there's often an implied sense of judgment, as if we should never make any mistakes. The alternative is to accept that everyone makes mistakes and then focus on what we can do differently going forward. Uh, For me, or for the writer, that meant um, discovering why she was so afraid of putting herself out there. The rewards of learning to conquer that fear in the present far outweigh the pain of having given into it in the past. And so, yeah, I think that's a really cool way to reflect with yourself and kind of just move things forward in the future. Because at the end of the day, we can't change anything in our past. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) And so it's like... how hard we try. (laughs) Right. Until we invent time machines. And then then we'd have an alternate reality. It'd be really weird. Anyways, so... (laughs) um, Yeah, what can we do to move things in the future? Next one is use your mistake as a teaching tool. Um, So... If you forgive yourself and bounce right back, you empower others or maybe your children or people who are watching you to respond the same way. Um, And so even just working through that mistake and just really thinking about what brought you to that that helps you to learn more about yourself so that you can make edits in the future. I can't read words. Mad dog is killing me. Uh, Use the opportunity to become better at adapting. Most big mistakes present instant changes to reality as you know it. Um, She said when she first arrived at New York City at 22, she got involved in a pyramidic scam, thinking it was a shortcut to success and blew through her savings. (laughs) They got you with that. With that life insurance company. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then she pulled other people in. So, you know, she had a lot of regret and guilt that she'd been so naive. It ain't fucked up the lives of other people. But um, she found that she could take her new set of circumstances and challenges and plan a strategy back to where she wanted to be. Anytime we practice adapting, we create the possibility of happiness. It doesn't depend on perfect conditions. So someone that I really love, near and dear to to my heart, sent me an invitation for an opportunity in air quotes. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And I didn't... I'll tell you off air because I mean you know who it is you you know her um but when I I had no idea what she was talking about so she sent me like some video links about it mm-hmm. and like five seconds into the first one I was like girl this is a pyramid <laughs> like uh don't do this <laughs> I was like I'm like <laughs> If you send me I, a video link, I'm done already. <laughs> I mean, I was like, girl, no. And to me, it was, anyway. <laughs> Listen, guys, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> There's no such thing as get rich quick. It's just not. And people, people will frame pyramid schemes in diff- with different concepts so that it doesn't jump out at you necessarily that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But anytime you got to spend money to make money, well, mm-hmm. you always have to spend money to make money. But anytime you got to give money in order to get a return back, mm-hmm. because 
truth be told, the stock market itself is a pyramid scheme, but it's legal. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, <laughs> so I'm just saying, just, anywho, <laughs> yeah. that was a good one. Um, Next one was strengthen your ability to focus on things you can control. If you cheat on your boyfriend after too many margaritas, you probably wish you could go back and show more restraint. Unfortunately, what you should have done is now irrelevant. All you can do is move forward from where you are. Funny story about that. I um, cheated on my ex-boyfriend with a trainer. And that's why, I would say that's why I don't work out, but <laughs> I just don't want to work out. But, <laughs> but that's why I don't do male trainers anymore because I'm like, it's just a lot of temptation because these guys usually have nice bodies. And at the time, I felt really bad about my body. And he would talk about how, like, you know, I was looking good and I was losing weight and stuff like that. So he was boosting my head up. But that didn't help situations, especially when I was unhappy in that relationship. But in the yeah. future, I'm like, I will just avoid male trainers. <laughs> and a lot of them are very, like, they. that's what they do. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. And I'm like, get back. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so this is one, they framed it differently, but this is one that I had to work really hard to work on. I've actually been working on this concept, focusing on what I could control since I was in high school. Because <laughs> <laughs> we read uh, Seven Habits in high school. And mm-hmm. so ever since then, I've really tried to work hard on focusing on what I can control. And that's not always easy. Mm-hmm. But it helps. Right. Even with like what we're going through now, I'll just tell y'all I'm having a really hard time keeping my anxiety in check. But I just try to focus on things that I can do to keep me and those around me safe and just leave it at that because I can't control anything else that's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. It's a weird aside. Um, sometimes I hyper focus on like a little thing to control amidst all the mess. So my apartment is a mess right now. I have like six cups on my coffee table for no reason. But today I was like, <laughs> oh, my TV console is dusty. So I dusted the whole thing. <laughs> and I, that's one thing in my life that's right. We'll work on the rest later. <laughs> that sounds a lot like me. That sounds a lot like me. They really, like, I'm like, why do I have so many cups on a coffee table? But they all have different reasons. So there's my old-fashioned glass. There's my water glass. There's a wine glass. Um, there's my mudslide glass. <laughs> it's like, why do I need all of these? But alas. Anyways, um, so i got to work on a greater area of things that I can control. Um, <laughs> the next one is embrace impermanence impermanence really that dog has me reading like <laughs> anyways um everything in life is impermanent while i'm not thrilled with my actions in a relationship or good situation and a relationship or a good situation this really has me reading like anyways this reminds me to appreciate everyone and everything in the moment there are no guarantees in life even if i make very few mistakes I don't want to talk about this one long because I I struggle with this a lot. So, Mm -hmm. thank you. (laughs) (sighs) Let's go. (laughs) I said I'd keep it light. Okay, next up. 
<laughs> Evaluate your relationships. Think mm-hmm. of this as your It's a Wonderful Life moment, which that movie terrorized me because it was very long and banks are awful. <laughs> but you're down on your luck and vulnerable. You had to do some major life restructuring to rebound from whatever you just experienced. Are your friends there for you offering forgiveness and support, even if it takes them a little time to get there? If not, this may be a perfect time to remove unhealthy relationships from your life. Um, Right now, I'm on a relationship high because I do have a lot of friends that are checking on me. (laughs) So making sure, like, I didn't, like, chew my paw (laughs) because I'm indoors. So, um, yeah, so just thinking about that. And then they also talk about, like, um, strengthening relationships. So, uh, if you did hurt somebody, take this opportunity to discover what really motivated your actions, and then let yourself get vulnerable with them. We're all human, and nothing brings us together like a- acknowledging, acknowledging <laughs> our universal struggles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You should evaluate all of your relationships regularly. Spring clean them shits. Um. Yes. Next up, get better at accepting responsibility. I know many people mm-hmm. who would sooner donate their organs to science them than take responsibility. Hi, I'm people. Uh, <laughs> we've all passed the bucket one time or another because it's a, a risk to adult admit culpability. <laughs> Still, there's something empowering about saying I screwed up and I accept the consequences. I think yeah. particularly it's hard with work because I'm like, I screwed up really is like, um, it's bad for like your career. So like, oh yeah, yeah. fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is hard, and I've learned that like with supervisors it's just it's just best to go in there and say listen this is what i did this is what i should have done this is what i will do moving forward and it won't happen again it's a lot easier being so i have a supervisor but i also am a supervisor at work (laughs) and so it's a lot easier to assume responsibility when you really when you know you really ain't the one that did it So it's like, because the buck stops with me. So when someone under me does something and it's not the right thing, I still have to say, this is on me. I will check it. I will do blah, blah, blah to make sure it doesn't happen again. That's a lot easier because we both know I ain't the one that fucked this up. But like Mm -hmm. when it's something that I actually did, it, it's a lot, but also I want to flip this and put those, uh, this one and the last one together when it comes to relationships and assuming responsibility. I know I've said this before, but I'm saying it again because people, I really want y'all to learn to start doing this because it'll make life easier. Always look at what you brought to the situation. Always look at what you brought to the situation. I don't care if you feel like somebody wronged you and, and, and they may have, but you have to take responsibility for your actions. You have to take resp- you have to take responsibility for your own feelings. So I always start at, okay, well, what did I contribute to make it go this way? Mm-hmm. And it's helpful. Like at first it's uncomfortable, but it's really helpful because at the end of the day, I can't control anybody else. I can't make anybody else see the air of their ways. All I can, all I can control is me. 
So it's really helpful to like take responsibility of the situation. Yeah, I think because when it comes to certain mistakes, I can't physically let it go. And so uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I'm almost a little bit flippant about mistakes sometimes because I'm just like, well, it is how it is. And it's really just me protecting myself from like not being devastated because I misspelled something in an email. <laughs> but, you know, Doyen, you just said like a mouthful with that. Like that is, <laughs> I think that's the case for so many of us because I'll do the same thing. I'll just say, well, I, I can't do anything about it now. And that's that. Mm-hmm. And it is a form of protecting ourselves. Um, yeah. And we have to... Uh, and it's nothing wrong... It's nothing wrong with that acknowledgement of saying, mm-hmm. I can't fix it now. It's out there. It's nothing wrong right. with that. Yeah. But I think the issue is us beating ourselves up about it. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some mistakes that you can release in that fashion. But like... Yeah. deep mistakes you should probably work yeah. through. You should work through them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then lastly, challenge your thinking. There's a quote that reads, success is often the result of taking a misstep in the right direction. If your mistake propels you toward a better future, then it's actually a blessing in disguise. I will stop there and say, um, honestly, I didn't need this master's degree. And I'm in a whole world of debt because of it. But at the same time, that job led me, or that grad program led me to a job where I became best friends with the person whose husband helped me get my current job. <laughs> and so it's like, so, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, yeah, of course I'm in a lot of debt, but I'm actually a lot better off because I had the connections yeah. to progress through my career and being yeah. a job that, you know, I'm excited about now. And so um, I have to, like, stop regretting. Like, yeah, it sucks. And you do. <laughs> the penance yeah. I have to pay is student loans. But that doesn't mean I also have to abuse myself on top of that. Right. Right. Uh, I realize mistakes oftentimes present challenges. But ultimately, you can only move forward if you find opportunities in your reality, whatever that may be. The crazy thing about regret is that it seems imperative sometimes as if we have to indulge it like a bed we made and now have to live in. But there's nothing compelling us to dwell on the ways things could have been. The only thing that keeps us stuck in lost possibilities is the refusal to focus on new ones. Life is now, and we always have a choice. Do we drown in regret over what never came to be or use our energy to create what can be? Today, I am choosing the latter. You know, this was a really good lesson. Um, I I don't know. Because when I think of regret, I think of like things that I've done in my life, like big things. And so I'm like, I don't really have an issue with regret. But then when you go back and you look at it at the scope that this article breaks it down, there we do have issues with regret in a lot of ways. So this was good. I'm done with this cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move along to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink.
I would like to buy a drink for the heroes that go in and out and are on the front line of fighting COVID. So the doctors, the nurses, even the janitors who work in the hospital, like every single person that goes in and risks their life to, you know, try to make other people's lives better or even just for a check. (laughs) Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Yes. I, I'm going to piggyback off of that as well and say everyone who's out here, mm-hmm. everyone at the grocery store, just everyone, you all are making it bearable. Um, I'm going to buy a drink for Netflix and all the other streaming, <laughs> all the other streaming services, because I had a thought today, you know, we're going to content is going to take a hit because no one can film right now. Mm-hmm. And so when the fall season gets ready to start, is there going to be a fall season? You know, mm-hmm. shows can only, you can only air what's already been taped, been recorded. So I feel like um, in time, I really will be, you know, neck deep into Netflix and Hulu and watching all those things that I've said I'm going to watch, but I haven't watched in years. Yeah. So I'm thankful that we have those services and we have those things to help keep us entertained because we need entertainment now. Also, (laughs) all of the wonderful DJs that have been like rocking it and been putting great stuff out there on their lives. Amazing. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But if you, but if you a local hometown DJ, I just, I mean, <laughs> you gotta let him, let them sit it, this one out. I mean, I'm not saying sit it out. I'm not saying sit it out. But what I am saying is, get you some friends that's gonna be honest with you about your skills. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because oh, I saw one and it was like, is Rick Mason now? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, 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 the magic man, Mason. <laughs> um, I don't know. By the way, I was scrolling Instagram. Um, so Drake's son didn't look anything like what we expected Drake's son to look like. <laughs> He's so gorgeous. He you know, is, he kind of he kind of looks. He does look like Drake. He's got yeah. the, those jaws, those hanging jaws. Mm-hmm. Like um Drake's baby pictures and like Drake's dad looks the same way. But yeah he looks like but his mom it has blue eyes and blonde hair. And so yeah. he just looks like Drake's mom. Cause, cause yeah. the baby's mom is dark haired and has dark eyes. And yeah. but yeah, that's when I saw him I was like, Oh, as as the old folks say, he riched back for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking at I was just like they're like, oh, release pictures. I was like, oh, let me go look at this dark-headed baby. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen mixed couples before have babies, and one baby will look. My cousins, I have cousins who look completely white. Like they don't, they look white. They yeah. don't look mixed at all. And especially when you factor in that. Drake himself is mixed, so it ain't even like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah it happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, my niece and nephew 
I think they reached back a couple generations. They actually kind of look, mm, you can say they kind of look biracial. They're like high yellow, hazel eyes. And so like my niece particularly has issues with people being like, you mixed? And she's like, no, I'm black. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? That is so like, weird to me. Like that yeah. is so weird to me. And I guess people have, I guess everybody has their own, you know, idea of what something looks like. So I can't say Mm -hmm. your idea is wrong just because it's the opposite of mine. But like Mm -hmm. nothing about those sweet babies look mixed to me. And I have I have cousins and friends like that, that people be like, oh, she must be mixed. I'm like, no. And nothing about this person looks mixed. Yeah. But, But, you know, when I but again, that doesn't make me right and them wrong. It's just weird to me. Yeah. Like we come, we come in a lot of different colors. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it is, and it doesn't mean anybody's mixed, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you have probably had a better time listening to this episode of Poor Life Decision than my stomach is having right now ingesting this um, MD twenty twenty. <laughs> So thank you. I didn't that. even finish mine. So, <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at this bottle. Like this is all that I had. Right. So I'm sitting it's here, like literally. I'm sitting here wondering, <laughs> and then I have a whole another bottle that I never opened. So like I've got to give this away to somebody. <laughs> right. I was like, what's some homeless dude I could give it to? But that's probably bad. But um, that I was is so- awful. <laughs> Sometimes I need a drink. But um, also, where I live doesn't have. A lot of that. So I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Do I pour it in the ground? Like, how do I get rid of this? <laughs> yeah, I guess I can I pour it in the sink. <laughs> I mean, it, my, soul, I, my soul can't waste liquor. But it's I'm at the $3.40. I, it's okay. I do not care. My soul cannot waste liquor. But I'm going to uh, find somebody to give it to. Mine was... Four dollars and thirty nine cents. I don't know That's why that inflation. <laughs> but also, I don't care how much it costs. My the cost is the problem. Care. My soul can't. I still have that full damn bottle of absinthe. Okay, my soul <laughs> cannot. I'm gonna pick that liquor. up when I come to huh? Mississippi. So I'm gonna pick that up when I come to Mississippi. Have you had it before? Um, I need absinthe for a Sazerac. <laughs> okay yeah okay. I'm not drinking it straight okay anyways so as far as when you can contact us we are definitely on the twitter at PLD pod um talk to us about any shows you've been watching um I just watched oh, Frozen for the I'm first gonna... time <laughs> so, so what was, was your, what was it like did you it love was, it it was a good movie I'm not a stan I'm not gonna like watch it every month like I do trolls but um, and I was really definitely afraid I would become a stan. But it was okay. It was a good movie. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if I would call myself a stan, but like when Frozen first came out, I was keeping my niece, and mm-hmm. she wasn't even one yet, and she could recite the whole movie. Like every night, she made me watch Frozen, <laughs> and I remember one night I was cooking, and I had her like she was on the couch watching it, and I looked over there at her, and she was doing her little hands. Like trying to freeze, <laughs> she was doing her little hands trying to freeze stuff, and it's just like, oh my god, yeah. So I I love when 
I love when new people come to Frozen so they can share. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was fine. I wasn't moved um, deeply, but <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> but I heard I heard the second one is really good, so I haven't watched it yet. But I heard it's really good. Well, I'll, my I'll friend told me that my other friend thought I was racist, and now I don't want to watch it. <laughs> is there anybody black in it? Was nobody black in the first? <laughs> I don't know, but it's gonna be a minute before I watch the second one. Um. Well, uh, also, oh, what I was going to say is I'm going to start covering um, the show 20s on BET. I got to figure out what night it comes on, but I've Ooh. caught up on all the episodes. So as soon as I see what night it comes on, I'll hit Doyen up. She'll shoot y'all out a little reminder and let's watch 20s I will, together. I will watch the show as well. It sounds right up my alley. <laughs> it's 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 Lena Waithe, and it is so good. It's cute. It's good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we'll also be on the Instagram is Poor Life Decision okay. One Decision because we're changing them one at a time. Uh, we also have an Etsy shop, and there's some brand new stickers there, and they are only three dollars and fifty cents, less the price than a pumpkin spice latte. and you get to rep for life decision and you get to make two black girls from mississippi happy and like Mm -hmm. they say money doesn't buy happiness but that little 350 will buy some happiness (laughs) i just want to try i just want to (laughs) try right i don't believe people when they say money doesn't buy happiness (laughs) i mean it would alleviate a lot of my stress is all i'm saying right I but go buy a castle, and a castle <laughs> is basically happiness. So, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, and you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Check out our mm-hmm. new website because I change things again because that's what I like to do. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and I think we, so we've covered how to talk to us. Check out that Etsy shop, cute, cute things. Cannot tell y'all enough. And now, like, now that you're in the house, you need to buy you some happies mm-hmm. to make you feel better. Like, buy you I'm, I'm just a mug you. to help with your day drinking. Um, also, See? buy you some milk thistle because it's supposed to help our liver. <laughs> oh, I still got to drink that liver tea. I got some tea. It's got milk thistle in it. And it's supposed mm-hmm. to, like, help your liver. Um, So I need to drink that. But... Anywho, I take the vitamins. <laughs> we love y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in. And as always, we just hope that, you know, we're helping y'all get through this one poor decision at a time. We hope that we made things a little lighter for you this week. And we love y'all. We love you. Go foster a puppy because they need love too. Bye. Aww, <laughs> bye. The Rona is spreading. This is no joke. It's no time to work or roam. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the at home. Now, technically, I'm not a doctor. But mother listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam and Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the f- at home. 
Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble.